Hello! Have you been hearing me talk about the Firewoman Retreat? If you haven't, let's talk about it now! And if you have and you haven't checked it out, just go check it out. Please, 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 please. I wouldn't be talking about it this much if I didn't really think it was at least worth a consideration of your alignment. If you are looking to deepen your consciousness into your body and this retreat's theme is spiritual transformation, sexual initiation, and power. It's an incredibly intense time right now. There's so much going on and that intensity is something that can take us down or that we can ride and it can take us through. And being connected to our pleasure, being supported in community to be re-educated around our pleasure, our spirituality, our sexuality is immeasurably valuable. It's so valuable. I'm so grateful that there are spaces where we are doing this with one another, where we're healing, we're growing, we're learning. So I'm going to be there. I will be contributing teaching. I will be there participating and I would love to take this journey with you. So if you haven't checked it out, please check it out now and I look forward to seeing you there. All right. Link is in the show notes. Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together. I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out, and I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. Intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Welcome, beloved listener. I'm so grateful to have you join me here. Welcome to Medicine Caller. They call me Sophia Wise One, and I'm your host at the moment here, playing the role, leaning into the moment and opportunity to join you wherever you are. Before we get started any farther, I want to invite you to take a breath to give yourself permission to receive what you need in this time. You are pushing play, you're arriving in this moment for something. There's some part of you that's curious, exploring, healing, learning, communing, and my blessing is that you find it, and I invite you to give yourself permission to experience it. 
So if it is a word out of my mouth or my awesome guest's mouth, if it is an insight on your own, if it is a cloud passing by, that it may come to you in this time together. Uh, it's been a minute since we were together, and I just want to say I have been in baby land with babies, 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 and receiving a lot of initiation and medicine of my own self, and more than anything at the moment, really appreciating the healing of, of, of my heart, really just profound healing and a great awakening. I feel very awakened into life. I have a guest today who, uh, if you are one of my darling listeners who journeys with me, then you know her. And we are welcoming back uh, my beloved, our beloved, Imagine. And you may know Imagine, Imagination, our darling, precious powerhouse today. Uh, previously, you may have known her as Amy Jo Goddard. And uh, she is an incredible teacher, facilitator, educator, and thought leader in this world, a visionary human, author of two incredible books, the first one being Lesbian Sex Secrets for Men, and the second being Woman on Fire, Nine Elements to Wake Up Your Erotic Energy, Personal Power, and Sexual Intelligence. And I'm, she's been working for over a decade, is that correct, on At Your Cervix? Oh, it's like 16 years, but who's counting? But who's counting? Who's counting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. Nobody's counting. I'm not counting. You're not counting. I have a teenager. I I have a teenager. I have a teenager. Rooted deeply in her sexual education, medical uh, evaluation, education, re-educating, and bringing to light some very important and serious uh, notions and and issues around... uh, how the medical system interacts with our and educates around our cervix. So that film is up and coming. I don't even think I said that. What I'm talking about is she's been working on an incredibly essential, important, powerful film, and that is called At Your Cervix. Um, She is a film writer, an author, a poet, a dreamer, a medicine caller, a leader. She's all those things and so much more. She's my friend. She's a beloved. She is my teacher. She is my companion. And I am so grateful to have you on the show again. Welcome, Imagine. I, I love being on your show. <laughs> Whichever show. I mean, you have lots of them. <laughs> all the shows. I love having you all on all the shows. And we never quite know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I no. like that. <laughs> Keep it interesting. <laughs> I think I remember the first time I had you on, you were like, whoa, your questions. This conversation was different than a lot of the same old, same old conversations. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that feedback. I love it when my guests yeah, say that. Yeah, because that was, you know, that was like in the couple of years after my book had come out. And so I had done so many interviews um, where I was asked to like, tell us about the nine elements. And I'm like, well, I can do that. You could read the book and find <laughs> out. Book. About um, no, I mean, it's totally fine to talk about it, but um, obviously it's a huge part of my work, but I, I did get a lot of very predictable, traditional questioning. So yes, when someone shows up with a, a different kind of inquiry, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always interested in that. You know, I think like the people that I follow, the people I'm most interested in, as thinkers, as leaders, as teachers are the people that think outside of the box and don't um, don't just follow the script. <laughs> so thank you for not following the script. <laughs> hey, 
You know, when I tried to follow the script, I lost my mind. And anytime I've tried to follow my script, it's ended up really, uh, I have not gotten positive feedback on script following, it turns out. So, um, I mean, you know, yeah, I've been trying to make a film based on a script for (laughs) (laughs) the film is like, excuse me, for 16 Uh, years. So yeah, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. Exactly. And this, I actually think is very related. I wanted to talk about this pivot, this, so many people right now as medicine callers, so many people right now are having this experience of, you know, we've gone into this major cocoon. The world has woken up with a lot of us who were already kind of, I don't know, to use these terms lightly or loosely in some way, like already woke, right? Like we were like walking the awakened path. We were in the process of guiding people through awakening. And then a lot of people, a lot of people were going, wait, I, I, whoa, wait, what, you know? And I think it really moved everybody like forward 10 notches, Mm -hmm. right? Like whoosh. And so everybody is kind of coming out in this next phase, this next um, evolution of self. And, you know, we came together because I was, I needed to bridge all my consciousness work into my sexuality because I had this break. I had this dissociative break. Once I literally got turned on, all my skills went out the window and I, I needed a safe space to, to bridge all of this consciousness into my, into my sexuality, create sexual consciousness and to bring, bring my ritual into practice there. So it's, I came to you saying, Hey, teach, can you teach me? Right. And that was years ago now. And, and bridging that and coming into that and you are now taking this incredible pivot and I think it's just incredible that you are mm, kind of closing out this chapter with the firewoman retreat the virtual firewoman retreat of the theme being spiritual transformation sexual initiation and power Mm -hmm. and I'm really thinking about as I sit with this this place of when we become initiated when we activate and allow true powerful transformation, I can feel it moving in my body right now, we are brought into new lands. We are brought into something like completely and totally and utterly different. And that is I, that is exactly where I am right now. I know my like sweet listener right now listening is just being like, oh, tell me the story of myself. <laughs> like that is what's happening right now. I know that's happening for you right now. So kind of whatever you want to speak into that and I can kind of ask some more questions and we can get into it but those are those are some of my this moment that we're in I'm feeling in my own body it is indeed a moment it's bigger than a moment you know it, it's a um it's an emergence um mm. it's an emergence um yeah I mean so many of us have realized what wobbly ground we've been standing on and uh, you know, wobbles, of course, are uncomfortable. And sometimes we feel like we're going to get hurt and like, oh, what's going to happen? Um, and, you know, when when you kind of just flow with the wobble and, um, you know, allow what is trying to birth itself, trying to emerge, you know, it's like the, the caterpillar and the the butterfly uh, metaphor has been used so much during this time for a good reason, right? You know, I mean, the pain of the of the caterpillar, um, you know, the imaginal cells of the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. It's painful. It's it's painful, and you know, we really have been in this like deep, dark cocoon where nobody knows 
what is yeah. on the other side of the membrane, you know, and, um, you know, it's like, we're all going to push through this membrane in some way and something new gets to emerge in all of our lives. Even if you're not changing careers, even if you're not changing locations or making some of those big moves that so many people are making, um, none of us will ever be the same. And, you know, really that's what life always is. And so I think in some way, um, this, this time in our lives has brought great, great relief. Like it's really brought like, you know, it's brought the camera lens in to focus on this is what life is. This is what we do. You know, we, we evolve, we change, we, we fall down, we hurt ourselves, we get back up, we figure something out, we learn another little piece of our story or of the puzzle or of where we want to go or what we want to experience. We make decisions about it. You know, we go in a new direction, we learn some stuff there, we pivot again. I mean, this is, this really is life, but it's like life being condensed into this you know, very focused time of, um, of looking very closely and very hard at how we're living and mm. what, what is really serving us, what is satisfying to us, what is making us unhappy, um, what gets to change. You know, I just think we're all in a time of making those kinds of decisions. And, you know, for me, it's been, I've been teaching for 25 years. I have been teaching my entire adult life. I've taught in every different, you know, just about every different <laughs> uh, environment that I could, every different age that I could. I've taught sexuality from, you know, first graders literally to adults, to college students, to adults. So um, I've done that. And it's something I've been so passionate about. I think I, I, I always thought I would always do it. And, and I may, I don't know. Um, but I know that right now I'm, my soul is just longing for something else and I want my days to look different and um, hmm. um, the way I get to spend my time um, I want to be quieter um, that's part of it I want to be quieter I talk so much <laughs> it's making me tear up I talk just you know um, you know and that's a gift that's one of my gifts you know it's my probably my greatest gift. It's the thing I'm, I'm best at. So it's hard to, to kind of orphan the thing that you feel best at, you know, or somehow shelf it. Um, but I'm in a time where, yeah, something else gets to emerge. Oh. Mm. Just like my hand just offering my hand to you just being with you oh what comes in my heart when you share that is like just gratitude like thank you thank you for all the work thank you for all the talking and thank you for the courage to let it rest to like give it a moment and I I can relate to that. My listeners listening to my journey of like burnout and, and my own 
kind of shift in my own work and not touching people's bodies and saying like I can't touch people's bodies like I know that it's like such a powerful gateway to transform not just myself and not just them but this shared world right like this superpower and yet to know it's time to let it to let all of it change right to let the gift have its time to like rest and grow and restore and become new and to let you be new you know like you've earned that and I don't mean earn I don't even know what the word earn means it's like with yourself it's like a soulful earning it's not an external right but it's like you've come to this place you've come to this place where the next step is just the threshold like it just is the threshold and I think about how when we cross through those thresholds like the big ones in our life like it's something about the doorways I think our soul doorways the image that comes to mind is like they're a shape and we can only pass through what we like what can pass through it has to match the shape and there are things that we have to let go of to like pass through the portal and the true things will come with us they'll come through behind Mm -hmm. they'll like they'll be on the other side waiting right but there's something about the portal or the pathway that requires us to change the shape that we used to be I I described so many times this this my own kind of deep dive in this emergence is like going down into the underworld, growing, retrieving all these parts of myself. And then I went to go up, up to the top, up above again. And the path to the up above, I no longer fit. I was like literally too big. I went down deep into the earth, healed and grew, and I didn't have a tunnel out anymore. And so I had to dig my way a new tunnel just like I did in my kind of deep first awakening and there's no it's funny there's no shortcut for that but there certainly are things that make it like helpful make it more efficient make it kinder make it sweeter Um, I know in my life that's really true what is your what is the balm for you these days in this process this courageous path that you're in right now laying these things down and saying yes to not knowing and saying yes to these new knowings like what has been a balm for you creativity Mm. yeah creativity um playing piano anyone that's followed me knows that's been my I just had my one year anniversary of playing piano congratulations it's been my thing and you know, finishing my film, the creativity, you know, like just getting to focus more on the creativity of that. And, um, you know, right now we're, we're nearly done and we're, um, we're crafting how to present it to the world. So it's Mm. it's a a new phase of the create, the creation. Um, and yeah, you know, um, slowly figuring out what the next book will be, um, have some ideas percolating so I'm just in the percolation you know and mm-hmm. and walking just a lot of walking um, I've been living in the southwest and um, walking here and just experiencing the expansive sky I would mm. say is one of my one of my favorite things so so yeah but it's it's you know and that's just the creativity piece is the part I'm longing for Um, I've been doing what I do for so long, Um, you know, and it's always creative. I mean, building a business is creative. Marketing is creative. You know, I'm always writing. I'm always crafting something. Um, 
and I've been doing the same kinds of things for a long time and teaching the same kinds of programs for a long time. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just longing to create new things in new ways. You know, I've been creating new things in the, in a similar way for a long time. <laughs> mm. uh-huh. So I want to really step out of that and give myself more space for that. What's the, the, the knocking, like what's knocking from the inside that you can, this is, that's my question. That's the question I'm hearing. What's knocking from the inside to come out? Um, I mean, I guess my artist self, you know, it's sort of like, like I've always been the professional teacher that makes smart. <laughs> <You know? laughs> does some artsy things or creative things and has this film that maybe someday will be done, <laughs> you know, um, you know, but I, and, and a long time ago, I, I, um, you know, I wrestled with the whole like identity of artists and, you know, I got over that and started calling myself an artist because I am, but it hasn't really been my professional identity. It hasn't been the thing that I wear out front and I, I, um, you know, it's infused in everything I do. People come to my events, they see my creativity, they see the ritual, which I think is always creative. Um, you know, that's always an aspect of what I do. And um, it's always been sidelined. It's always been sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a teacher, you know, but I also make plays. <laughs> you know, I used to make plays in New York. I haven't gotten to do that in years. I wanna, I wanna do that again and, um, you know, and making music has just been so fun. And it's not for any goal other than for what it does for me. And, you know, if it gets to evolve into something, if I actually get good at it, <laughs> then great. But it really is something that's just for me. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's what's what's knocking. And um, yeah, and just using creativity as a way into deeper aspects of the self and myself and those I work with, um, inspiration, um, you know, changing my name to a, a word that uh, intimates the word imagine was not an accident. You know, that was like, you know, that came from spirit. They were like, no, this, this, you, you get to carry that in your name. Um, hmm with the a you know and and people are still kind of like imagining it um it's a imagine you know it's a i love it i love how it sounds i love the um i love the feeling of it um i love that it gets to center one of the most magical parts of life um every time someone calls me (laughs) so so yeah i think that's that's really what it's about Mm. One of the things that I love and treasure about hmm, (laughs) my understanding of this very mushy thing called reality is um, that this idea that um, we can imagine what it is and then it becomes and the more that I walk in 
exquisite faith, which is not particularly a comment about me so much as about like faith and the experience of just like how, how stunning um, this path has, how humble I feel and this like this trust it's I'm, I'm startled by my experience of, of life and these days like regularly. But one of the things I keep thinking about, even right now, like I love taking this moment of just being like, a hundred years ago, could someone have even imagined like us having a video interview with microphones and headphones that are locally recording that will upload to a cloud, which is just someone else's computer that will then download to my computer that I'll email to someone else. They'll make it into a thing. And then some darling human's going to be listening to our voices, tell these stories anywhere on the planet, right? Like that, like. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. (laughs) And the part, it's just completely remarkable. And the part that I just keep feeding into right now is were that reality of a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. Any, so the idea that like literally anything anything that is deemed as impossible or improbable or not real or fictional or fantasy to me has just completely it's it's just lost all grip i'm just like what about our current reality in which let alone i talk about the insanity of our reality is the the shit show of it that's the crazy part that's the part that's like unimaginable to me and that's happening like that's insane like let's as a race destroy our water source that is unimaginable like that is an insane insane prospect and yet that is super real happening right and so you know i always i just love to remind myself and to remind each other to like so we can remember like a world in which we are well and we are taking care of things well is like the sanest, easiest, simplest, naturalist thing to imagine and to bring into being and to remind myself that permission slip and the spider queen teachings that have been coming through me for the past two years have been so consistent. Like she's just said to me over and over again, like ask audaciously with abandon like completely and recently the message that came through from her was the desire is the solution Mm. the desire is the solution she just Mm. keeps telling me over and over again the desire is the solution and that connected place that the process of coming into and dismantling the trauma attachments to my like um coping mechanisms like people pleasing and like using my ability to like uh kind of my sexuality as a way to manipulate situations and feel good about myself and so my wires around like what actually felt good and what was like working to get my needs met was like confusing and as I came through and kind of healed those traumas and really came into a place of understanding what was my desire right that became incredibly holy just in incredibly and it's become such a deep practice because I still have these impulses these desires come up and I can still feel these parts, especially the creative desires or for me, relational desires where I'm just like, I can feel these um, 
what's it called like uh, leashes these gags these like these these pull downs that want to say like oh no not that that's too far you can't want that like that desire is too far and I just I was so comforted because recently as much as that as quick as the gag comes up this other voice that comes in that's just like it's just a permission slip it's like let's just hear it out let's just hear the desire out and understanding that that desire for me is like spirit's call and so it's not that the desire is the solution because I desire, but because I am cultivated and crafted and directed through my desire. Mm. Mm. That's yummy. Yes. Oh, I love how you, how you, how you wordsmithed that, how you spidered that, you spidered that. Um, yeah. You know, and thank you for bringing up spider queen. Mm. Um, I also carry spider medicine and work with her and, um, you know, she taught us creativity. I mean, that's, that's her, that's her greatest gift. Like what, what is more gorgeous in nature than a beautiful Mm. spun web? She taught us to weave. She taught us the primordial alphabet in her web. That is the myth of spider woman of the spider. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, and I think, you know, as you were talking, it was also making me think of, you know, creativity isn't the end. Like, I'm longing for the process of creativity and all the many, Mm. uh, all the many things that can come from that. And I think the biggest thing, and so many of us are longing for, is, like, really, how do we create a different world? How do we Mm. create a world that, that really works for everyone because it's very possible to create a world that works for everyone. Um, We just continue to choose not to. And there's lots of systems and things that get in the way of that, that are, you know, crumbling. (laughs) I hope (laughs) some slower than others and some really, really need to go. Um, You know, but I think as there are enough of us saying, no, we're not going to live in the old way. We're not going to live in that old script, right? Back to the, no, the script, right. you know. Yeah. Um, we're creating new scripts. We're creating new ways of leading. We're creating new kinds of collaboration, collaborative work. Um, we are allowing ourselves to really vision what a different world could be. And we've been forced to. I mean, look at us. Did I mean... Right. Talk about, you know, a hundred years ago, would we have thought we're doing this a year, you know, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, would we have thought, oh my God, for an entire year, the world as we know it is going to stop and everyone is going to go into their caves (laughs) and hibernate, you know, and do what they need to do to keep maintaining their lives. But everyone else around the world dream risked stepping out into the world right, right. like the, the extremes of it like that everyone who like the could cocooned did this mm-hmm. has has been in this deep cocoon and then the like the warriors of the grocery and the trash mm-hmm. and the sanitation hospitals. and the hospitals yes. and the medical yeah. staff like yeah. that is right exactly if someone were to say like that's a thing people and people do it's funny we say if someone were to say but like technically it did get said Right. People no. did say this was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And nobody no, believed it. They couldn't imagine it. it. Like right? what? Yeah. Like who who would have really 
thought in our modern, fast-paced, technological, transportation-oriented world that so much would come to a halt Mm. or slow the way that it did. And, um, you know, and so we can really listen deeply to that, you know, or we can just be frustrated with it and think like, okay, when can it, can, when can we just get on with it and get back to how things were, which, you know, enough people have said, like, obviously we're not going back to how things were. Um, you know, but there's real gifts in that there's real medicine in this time. And I think, you know, many people are, are really, really looking at what that medicine is for them um, and taking that very seriously. And it's a missed opportunity if we don't. And you're struggling against, you know, what life is trying to teach you if you don't, and you're just making it harder on yourself anyway. So maybe, maybe don't do that. Imagining. Imagining. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. I feel a knocking. I feel knocking right now. I keep, I keep, I want to sing. I like want to sing us a song and I'm having a, I'm like, can I sing a jewel cover? Is that cool? Is mm-hmm. that as in podcast world? Is that a lot? Like, am I allowed to sing a pod? Like, I think so. I think so. I think I can. I think um, I think Jewel would feel would feel good about that. Oh my gosh, Jewel, do you want to come on the show? I'd love to have you. I experience Jewel. you as a visionary artist. I'm beyond I medicine caller. Be... Oh my gosh, I remember when that record came out. I listened to it incessantly. Oh my god, she's so good. grateful. She's good. Here we go. We'll have a little little shout out to to Jules' lyrics. Um, uncommon, you know this place of this place of uh, yeah. I'll sing the song. I'll sing the song. <clears throat> Don't worry, mother. It'll be all right. Don't worry, sister. Say your prayers and sleep tight. It'll be fine, lover of mine. It'll be just fine. Lend your voices only to sounds of freedom. No longer lend your strength to that which you wish to be free from. Play your life with love and bravery. You shall lead a life uncommon. I've heard your anguish. I've heard your hearts cry out. We are tired, we are weary, but we aren't worn out. Set down your chains. Till only faith remains. Set down your chains. And lend your voices only to sounds of freedom. No longer lend your strength to that which you wish to be free from. Play your life with love and bravery. You shall leave. A life uncommon. There are plenty of people who prayed for peace. 
But if praying were enough, it would have come to be. Let your words enslave no one, and heavens will hush themselves to hear. Our voices ring out clear with sounds of freedom. Sounds of freedom. Come on, you unbelievers. Move out of the way. There is a new army coming, and we are armed with faith to live. We must give to live and lend our voices. Only shall leave a life uncommon mm, 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 mm. thank you for that medicine mm. wow no longer lend your strength to that which you wish to be free from truth deep Lay truth down your chains till only faith remains Mm -hmm. no longer lend your strength it's huge it's huge it's everything that we're being asked to do is to see clearly and to make choices mm -hmm. well and and the faith piece is such a big piece right now you know regardless of what you believe in in the world i assume if you're listening to this podcast you believe in something greater than yourself <laughs> um you know, we just, we don't know what's on the other side, you know, so it really is about each step, each day, each choice, you know, making those choices in the service of the vision, mm. you know, as Audre Lorde said, you know, when, when I use my strength in the service of my vision, it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. So as we do that, you know, each step of the way and we just do it with faith and faith gets to win over fear. Mm -hmm. um, that's when we're actually creating and weaving the life that we, that, uh, that is what we believe in, right? That is the life that will um, embody our truest values and ideals and, and our vision of the world. I just am so grateful <laughs> for faith. I have to speak into this place and it's like, I, I don't I just, I don't know how often I've talked about it on the show. I feel like it's been so huge for me. I, I could talk about it every day, which is just that the more I committed and showed up to walk in faith, the more doubt I experienced. And, and it took me a while to put it together. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't understand. Like I'm, I am like, so faithful like I keep taking all these faithful steps and I was just I mean it was months and they the doubt voices were getting louder and louder and louder and it was really this understanding of like because I wasn't picking up my coping I wasn't picking up my my safety net 
I was just walking farther and farther out without the safety net. I just had mm. less and less of any safety net that wasn't just my faith. And so the, the, the pinning became really clear. And I remember this, this, this medicine moment, and I don't know if it was Spider Queen or the grandmothers that I was communing with that said to me, you know, if you don't want to suffer, Sophia, you need to make a choice. Either, <laughs> either, <laughs> so obvious now, right? They're like, either listen to your guidance and have faith and just lay down the doubt, like just do it. Um, and, and, or with the doubt or without the doubt, lay down the fight for the guidance, like follow the guidance, but don't fight it. And you will be free from suffering or be controlling and make your own choices and see what happens. But if you're going to walk in faith and then be controlling, you're going to feel terrible all the time. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, you're like, of course you feel like crap. Like you keep taking all these faith decisions and then looking for how to control it. That's just, that's crazy making. Of well, course you are suffering. of antithetical. <laughs> that is, that just, yeah. <laughs> That's um, not the same book. It's <laughs> not the same book. They're like pick a they're book. Not in the like same. Pick, they're just like pick a book. Like you want. Like you can. There's no problem. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you want to control and make decisions and make plans and do things, that's fine. But like, you're not gonna feel happy if you combine those books together. You know. Mm. And it does. It still makes me laugh when I think about it because I'm like, that's so true. <laughs> it's just so true. And and there's so much beauty and pleasure. In, in either of those books, if you're lighthearted about it, right? Like mm -hmm. I like make a plan, I try it and I'm playing the game. Like if you wanna game the game of life and try it, make a plan, see it work, see it fail, Drive there can be plenty of pleasure in that. <laughs> right, totally, right? Sure, or to to have faith, take the step and and to be open and to listen for the next. Mm -hmm. And I've, is, I, and that's what I've chosen um, at this chapter in my life. And it is, I, I am coming into a lightness of being that I have never had before. Mm. And it's feels so precious and like, but not, um, what's the word? It's like, it's like I have this image of a plant that's like small and sprouting, but like a very strong, resilient plant, not like a little one that was like, don't the wind, the one that like makes it through, like mm. the wind, like all the every, he's just like, nah, man, I'm good. Like I got this. Like it feels like precious and early and strong. Like it feels mm -hmm. so strong because it's come through such like a, my faith has come through such a folded steel path. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like the foundations are, still kind of new to me in this way but they're they're steady in a way that i've never had and i that's what i prayed for if you were to like mm -hmm. open my journals from a year ago it was just like steady in all caps on every page and i might be exaggerating but i might not like there might be an entire journal that has the word like like please dear god help me have a steadiness mm -hmm. and to find that my answer for that was really this this faith walk and i learned something very interesting i'd love to hear what you kind of where you are with this is that I really learned that spider medicine, weaving medicine, conscious quantum manifesting <laughs> is a very different way than the control, go and get it, make it happen strategy. Because <laughs> it's really different. I have different. nothing to say about this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Uh, okay. So 
bear with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. Okay. So, right? Because go into the quantum field. I go into this meditative state. I have this clarity. I have this deep vibrational transcendent of personal identity. And then this gathered sense of what my part is to do. Sure. You're with me, right? My part. So I come back and I do my part. And then it's like I hang out for six weeks. Like there's nothing to do. Like there's nothing to do. There's no doing because the like vibration of the, the field is like that's this faith. It's like then I just have to let go and like hang out, which is sounds so wild to say. It's, it's like so, talk about like antithetical to like American society, right? Like right. I go into a deep meditative state. I come out. I take an action. It's not like I'm not taking an action. I take an action and then a couple of days later I have another action. But it's like literally hours, days, or weeks in between sometimes is clarity. And I'm like, I guess I'll bounce this baby and I'll like call this. For, I, I, I get those little on a daily basis. I get those little bits of information, but they're softer and softer and they're not about this they're not the sequential doing and they're not even this kind of magicking um pulling right it's just mm -hmm. this like it really is this surrendering part and it it's been about six months now since I had this epiphany and I feel like I'm just starting to kind of have a little bit more of this ease of like, okay, I do this part. And like, sometimes I have like eight hour days or 12 hour days or like, mm. you know, four days in a row where I'm like, whew, I'm like implementing this information that's like, doof, 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 doof. and then it's like, okay, now I just like, not now I just not right. Like I just like, I just let it, let it be. Um, yeah. So what do you not, what do you not have anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and you know, I've talked about this, the, you know, one of, I mean, anyone who knows me personally knows that I am one of the most driven people on the planet <laughs> that you will ever meet, despite the fact that it's taken me 16 years to make a film. Um, but that's my will, right? Like the, the, so I've really been looking at this idea of will and drive and where did that come from in me and mm -hmm. how, how much of that was learned how much of that was because I grew up in a military family? Um, how much of that was because, you know, I grew up in the US of A? How much of that was a response to trauma? Um, because I do think the, the doing and the doing it well is often a trauma response that we don't always recognize because it is something that is generally appreciated about people. Right and expected, yeah. you know, that you're going to work hard, you're going to make things happen, you're going to, um, you know, you're going to be in charge of something, your life at least. <laughs> so, you know, that's the fog I've been coming out of and, and of just realizing how exhausted I am from living my life that way. And so it's wildly uncomfortable to say, you know, and I've been told by, you know, someone read my human design and someone, you know, I've, I've worked with, you know, some different folks on, on this issue over the last year and, you know, and, and they keep telling me like, just to like be quieter, be more still, wait, wait for the information. And that's like, what? <laughs> you know, but I go for things, you know, and this has been such a big part of my identity. And so, um, you know, I think my shift has been getting comfortable with not doing that and just, mm. okay, you know, I have no idea, you know, and of course there's like all these fears I could really 
feed and give attention to. Um, oh my God, if I stop teaching, you know, what, what's going to happen to my business? How are things going to work? You know, but, but yet I'm, I'm doing things to expand it right now, you know, because I know that in order to shift the way I'm making money in the world, um, and the way I'm doing life that that requires support, you know, so I'm actually shoring up my support rather than, you know, doing the, the thing that I've done so much in my life, which is just like, all right, put on my boots and I'm going to do it and I'm just going to make it happen and I'll just stay up all night if I have to and I'll do, you know, and, and, you know, I'm sleeping more, I'm sleeping a lot, I'm needing more sleep and I'm listening yeah. to my body and letting myself sleep. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not always good at going to bed because I love the night, but uh, I'm better when I go to bed earlier, <laughs> you know, but like that's been the medicine too, just sleep. And that's what they just keep saying, keep sleeping. Just keep sleeping. And my dreams are so vivid. There's so much happening. You know, I can only remember a few of them in the mornings, but oh my God, the, the dreaming has been, um, you know, and, and I, I write them down. So at some point I may be able to look back and make some sense of all of it. And so it's just trusting each, each step of the way, each strand of the web. Um, but at the end, you know, you know, I'll be able to, step back and say, oh my God, like, wow, this is the tapestry I was weaving the whole time. And I didn't, I didn't realize it. I think that's often true for art or for any kind of creative project. You see pieces of it along the way, or, or you have parts of it that are clear and parts that maybe aren't. And that certainly has been the case for at your cervix all these years. You know, it, it's a complex story. It took us a long time to figure out how to tell this story and be effective, you know, and um, that's just, that's, there's a discomfort and a, um, what's the word I want? Like a um, destabilizing uh, mm -hmm. element to the creative process. That's what it is. So, <laughs> so if we want to be, you know, you can't have it both ways. And I think we, we tend to want it both ways. <laughs> it's like, but I want to know, we really like to know, you know, I think humans like to know, I want to yeah. know what's going to happen. And so this, so that already is just wildly uncomfortable for everybody because we don't know. Well, yeah. you know, what's so wild about that one piece. You said so many things that I wanted to comment on, but I'm <laughs> waving about this one. So that's the one I'm going to talk about right now, which is. <laughs> love you um which is um and then there's this whole part that I have had this experience and I feel like I keep having this experience watching other people have this experience of like and then there's that part where like we do know and we spend so much time fighting what we know like and I just had this experience again bringing up spider woman again where I was receiving a channeling and she just kept starting to share something with me and then she would stop and she'd be like you don't want to hear it you don't want to know. All I can tell you is you already know. And every time I go to articulate it to you, you get all controlling. And what did she say to me? It's so good. It's so good. I've been thinking about it because she said, let's see, already know. She says, um, you don't want to hear it? Then admit that. Stop looking and then closing your eyes. Stop opening the chest and then turning out the lights. If you are not ready or willing to look at, see, yet, then put your focus elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I cannot help you there. That is your own choice. Mm -hmm. 
you know and so like that place too of just being like we want to know but like we don't want to know and it's like I've had such a powerful year of these we've talked about this these these very specific things that never happened to me before that are very consistent now specific timelines locations details like all of these kinds of not metaphorical messages just like straight up this is going to happen then and I'm just like well, okay, okay. And having this year of being like, oh no, that's just accurate. Like I'm just getting accurate information. Um, and so it's so interesting for me to be like, I want to know, I want to know. And then be like, okay, you can know. And then I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not ready to hear what I want to hear. I'm not ready to hear what I don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just, I, you know, that's part of that controlling place. And her message of just being like, that's fine. But like, again, save yourself the suffering by not begging to hear an answer and then blocking your ears like just just focus just focus elsewhere just like put your focus where you where you can be open um has been the message that i've been getting and i think the message of you sleeping is incredibly important right now because the rest is so crucial to the creativity the like I think about like pregnant women and how one of the biggest things that pregnant women do is sleep and not all pregnant people mm-hmm. um whatever their gender are but many people that are pregnant like at five weeks like the one thing that a lot of them will say is just being like and then I just slept and it's like yeah you're like building an entire life yeah. right like you're building an entire life like energy. you're <laughs> a lot of energy like that's a lot of energy and so when we are in our own transformations a lot of energy this feels like such the perfect place to share this medicine piece when I was holding one of my nibblings newborn they were just a couple weeks old and so I think it where was it it was here I guess this was my third newborn in five weeks that I was holding on my chest with little to you know with visitations into the dream realm myself baby heaven baby heaven so it's in baby heaven with baby number three at week number four or five and I'm sitting there with this little darling being who's mostly star energy with like a heartbeat and some you know synapses going you know it's like they don't know how to breathe they don't know how to eat they don't know how to poop they don't know how to regulate their heart rate like they're just like <laughs> wah, 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 wah. there's this vibrational field like can someone tell me what I'm doing and you like put them on your I put them on my skin and they're like okay, okay. this like vibrational beings <laughs> okay I can breathe I can I can heart rate I can I can heart rate <laughs> the skill of heart rate you know so I'm holding this baby and I was filled with this memory Mm. and it was the memory was actually for me over a year ago in that like February March that death rebirth time that I had and there was this energetic field and I was so humbled and I was like I had no recollection of ever feeling that feeling before when I Mm. like a year and a half ago right like what this feeling was and when I held this baby and the baby felt the same way that I felt, it set this understanding, this like respect for what I had just gone through. I was like, I was a newborn. I was a vibration. I was a newborn. I didn't know how to regulate my heart rate. I didn't know how to sleep. I didn't know how to eat. Those are all true. Like I was, you know, I was guided and I was held. I was mentored Caitlin 
my dearest, who's my podcast editor, hi, love, was also my midwife through this process. We were in ceremony together for 28 days, and she was birthed, like, walked with me and sat with me, like, hour after hour, day after day. I mean, I, I really it was holding this baby that I understood the reality of what it is to be a newborn at any age, a vibrational and like on these certain levels, because our physical self is a vibrational self, this the reality of what it is. And that's the other thing is like, you want to know what babies do a lot? Sleep. Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) They sleep. And not all babies, any of you who had babies who did not sleep a lot, I I love you and I honor that massive. Yeah, there's people cursing at you right now. They're I like, know. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, not my baby. My baby didn't <laughs> sleep. Baby. I'm like, I know, I know, sweetheart. Not all babies grow through sleep. Some babies don't. Mm-hmm. And if you're a baby who was a baby, or if you're a parent to a baby, and when we're the gr- when we are a newborn as an adult, we are both the parent and the baby that is not getting sleep and sleeping all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, and so so that that story comes to mind when you talk about your journey right now and giving yourself that permission right it's like to to sleep and let those Mm. let the growth have its time it's real real. and it was a really hard permission to give myself I had to have somebody else tell me like no you you're depleted you you need to sleep (laughs) you know and I love what you're saying because if we're really thinking about the quantum, right? Everything exists at once in the quantum. So, yes. so all of us are newborns, you know, all of us are elders and sages. All of us are, uh, wide eyed, curious children. You know, all of us are snotty, know it all teenagers, <laughs> you know, like we're all of that. Um, and yeah, if we embraced those other parts of ourselves that maybe we thought, we had grown beyond or um, I'm not that anymore, whatever our, our feelings are about it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what else would you give yourself permission for? Shoo. Yeah. I've always loved eat more ice using cream. It. I don't know. Eat more ice cream. <laughs> we eat a fair amount of ice cream in this I house. I do. I've been, eating, I've been eating some really good non Yeah. Ice cream has been a real, it's been a real medicine tool for yeah. me in this chapter and not a ton of ice cream, but mm-hmm. ice cream for sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's my road trip snack. When I need a nap, mm-hmm. I'll pull over in like a sunny spot and then I'll eat mm-hmm. like an ice cream sandwich, which is like my mm-hmm. old school go-to and they mm-hmm. used to cost 50 cents and I would go go and I would get ice cream stuck and then I put my feet up backwards I put my head in like the driver well and put my feet up so my head are above and do a little inversion I like eat my ice cream and then I get myself reiki and then I pass out and I really think that it's part of the charge is like the ice cream you know like a little little thing oh I always I had this realization when I was like a teenager I don't know when I had this oh that's hilarious that I'm about to do it that way. At some point in my journey, I began to describe aging instead of a line, like a linear aging as like an orb that expands and gets bigger. And so like all ages and all aspects are present at all times, right? And that uh, we, as we age, our like innocence grows and our wisdom grows and our mm-hmm. stubbornness grows, like all those capacities or like any aspects of our, our self, our age, the, the wisdom or the challenges, like they grow and it's our spaciousness is our growth. That's like that, like our spaciousness and our ability to navigate that with, with gracefulness or power or presence like that, mm-hmm. the presence of that to expand in our presence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. 
That's a much better way of looking at it. And I think that there's so many things that we've been looking at in a linear fashion. Um, and we've realized the world is made of more circles than lines. <laughs> more circles than lines. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have tats of webs on us. Yeah. Nets. Um, well, you know that we literally have, could, and will have some long conversations. This could just keep on going. I'm just, you know, it's just hours and hours on the road. I, you and I. I feel like when I'm on your podcast, it's just sort of like we're we're like hanging out in the living room with the lights dim, eating ice cream, just like, you know, pontificating about, you know, uh, you know, the stuff we pontificate about and we're just letting people into the conversation. So thank you all. If you made it this far in the recording, it's impressive. Thank you. Um, Oh, they do. They hang. You're my booze. They're my booze. They love hanging out in the living room. That's the whole deal. That's the whole deal. It's good. I'm like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. If you want the like breakdown information from me or imagine there's like webinars or stuff, you can have that too. That's fine. But this is. No frameworks. No framework. Personal celebration. I did make my first ever actual good looking PowerPoint. Thanks nice. to Canva. It Canva makes fine. things pretty. It's I was really proud of myself. It is. It I'm is. really proud yeah. of myself. And then presenting, I was like, I still think I, whatever. Okay. So speaking of which, um, Imagine, I do want to say Imagine, uh, Imagine is running another Firewoman retreat. Um, she's also running Love Skin, the intensive, the in-person work that I uh, did and am you know, supporting again and doing with Imagine again currently. And um, these programs are incredible and life-changing and they're going on the shelf. They're going, they're laying down there. This is it. And so if you um, want to come and join from this masterful teacher who is uh, sharing her work right now um, in these ways uh, before putting some of that voice and teaching to bed for a little nap um, and some growth time. Um, a long nap. <laughs> a long nap. A good long nap. Maybe for maybe for the rest of this life, but that open faith place. Um, but clarity, clarity on that. If you, you know, I don't know. I just, I know sometimes people are like, it's the last one. That's not, I just they don't really, say, that's not, a, no, they really don't mean a, it. That's not yeah. imagined style. This is no. like a real, no. she's really done the thing and now she's wrapping it up. So um, I just want to say the theme is totally on theme for medicine caller of all the fire women's for you to come to come oh, to the like spiritual deep dive. We're just going to be doing the yum yums of the spirit body intersection and um, she has incredible teachers uh, in addition to me, but she's a wonderful other teachers that are coming and she's going to she's going to share her some of her just magnificent, deep, hard earned, well studied uh, knowledge with us. And so I really encourage you. There's a link down below. Please come and join us. At least go click that link and check it out and it, call it into your heart and see is this is the community or the space to nourish you. Um, we'd love to have you. And, um, and is there anything, imagine that you, like how you're inviting people, I know you're kind of getting ready for a rest, you're doing this work. Um, and also like, 
website. I just I'm not totally positive on your <laughs> directed yeah, we're, right we're, now. We're slowly going through the rebrand process. I'm being real slow about that. Um, but yeah, you know, we are currently still at amyjogoddard.com. We will be at imaginenation.com as soon as we figure it all out. But, uh, you know, it's incubating. Great. It's incubating Beautiful. and I'm not rushing it. My team was rushing me for a little while. And then finally they were like, okay, cool. If you're not in a rush, we're not in a rush. So uh, it'll happen when it happens. And Firewoman Retreat is, you know, all the info's there. Um, easy to find. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been teaching Love Skin for 11 years. It's my, my juicy sexual empowerment program. It's in person. I have a group of women that have waited all year. You know, you've been with us this year as we've waited to do it. And then I realized, oh, this is the last time I'm going to do this. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's a couple spots left for that, that journey. If people want to take that, that deep, deep dive with us. And, um, if you want a, a lighter deep dive, <laughs> right. Nonetheless, um, yeah. yeah, come to fire Women retreat. You know, I've been doing that retreat for five years now and it's, it's really one of the most magnificent events. Uh, I love it so much and, um, I'm just ready for new things. So, you know, uh, I don't know that I'll be teaching retreats anytime soon, but if I do, it's, it's going to look real different. So, um, for sure. Oh so yeah. So yeah, come, come celebrate, come raise a toast with us. Come like the spiritual, sexual juju yumminess. And yeah, we're, it's yeah. going to be ritual and play and, um, depth and laughter and tears and, curiosities and it's it's really all the things so good stuff call the temple call yes. the temple yes so, yeah and people can come to that for free also so if you want to give them the link for opening ceremony um you can just oh right we can come, come to the come to that calling of the temple um if you're not sure you want to commit to the whole weekend or for some reason you can't come come to opening ceremony so yeah, yeah, I'll throw that. In. Yeah, we'll Thursday, in May thirteenth, and then the the actual retreat is uh, May fourteenth through the sixteenth. So, I'm excited. I'm um, excited. And I also, I'm excited. I want to say one more thing, which is that at your cervix is a documentary, real time, big time talk. And if you have any connection, you uh, just like please stay in touch. Like we'll, I'm sure I'll have you back on. Imagine when's in that space, but we'll include again in some show notes. We'll include some information around at your cervix, so you can check that out. Because I really want to help and support the the growth and the sharing. It's coming. It's coming through. It's emerging. It's coming mm -hmm. through, and it's it's time for the world to to know these uh, realities that are a big deal and to make them different. To imagine okay. and then to make something different. Well, Thank you. we know we're totally at time. Closing <laughs> words, imagine. Um, I invite you to share a visioning of the world that is to come and anything else that you want to share to to your closing words. Mm. I, yeah, I envision a world um, where we have people that support communities that are not police, um, that leadership in communities comes from and through communities and is not something done to or enacted on communities. Um, to me, that is um, one of the most critical things for where we're going. 
and what it looks like for everyone to actually contribute and participate in um, creating the community and society and family and nation, you know, all the levels um, that we that that we're longing for from from a real true vision that is rooted in um, spiritual, you know, that is, is supported by spiritual sustenance and really rooted in freedom and liberation and love. Mm. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your vision. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your rest. Mm. Thank Dear you. listeners. Asian. <laughs> I, love I cut you, you off. No, I just said thank you for this conversation. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I love you. Sweet dear listeners, thank you so much for joining. Go ahead and hit follow wherever you are listening. And uh, check out uh, Imagine's other episodes on this show's and others. Join us. Join us, join us, join us. I could say a million things. I love you. Thank you. Bless you. Take a deep breath. Thank yourself for your own life. I'm glad you're here. And uh, I just wish you a softness today and a courage today as you walk forward. And uh, may there be a lightness in your step. All right. Take care. Be well. Bye. <laughs>
I know deep in my being you are weaving with me. Thank you. Thank you. We are in this together. <laughs>